0: And welcome to another episode of Grounded with Brandon and Craig My name's Brandon I'm Craig Are
1: you okay over there? I am doing very good because right now at this moment um I'm drinking a coffee called Christmas Morning, Christmas Morning by Black Rifle mm-hmm. And the yeah. the graphics Oh, it's great Is George Washington I mean, they got George Washington looking Crossing like a beast Crossing the Delaware
0: They've got tactical cameras on their head and helmet and stuff, but they're still rowing the
1: boat. So <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like is that a
0: bazooka on that guy's back. <laughs> yeah, right I
1: love Black Rifle because they like make George Washington out to be like this, like general god. You I know love what I mean? It. It's I like love it. crazy. It's awesome. And inside of my coffee, Christmas morning, which is superb, it's a good coffee. So thank you, whoever provided. that is. A special
0: edition yes. Black Rifle. You can't just go out and buy that.
1: But inside my coffee. I have a shot of espresso, and it is beyond black. And this is this this is is good junk that you can call
0: that espresso because that is definitely it's a dark roast beyond black. I drank my (laughs) shot straight.
1: I drank well, and it was so good. It is good like that, but I love it in my coffee because it just totally changes the taste of the coffee. I tell
0: everybody what I I did for you
1: yesterday morning before first service. Okay, so yesterday morning. I saw, I was standing in, like, in the aisle of the sanctuary, and if nobody's ever been to our church, you can, you can look, if you're standing in the middle of the sanctuary, the doors are open, you can see out toward the welcome center, on into the, where Allison's office is, what do you call that, the breezeway or whatever. Yes. Yep. And so you can, you can see quite a bit of ways, and um I looked and I saw, um Brandon, Going to his office. Then I saw like two or three people following. Like there was Wyatt and then there was Brad and I don't – maybe there was somebody Suing else. Sue went in. Sue went in. And I'm like, what's what's going on in there? And so the next thing I know is Brandon brings me a shot of espresso. Mm-hmm. And um, it was good. Mm-hmm. I've never had a shot of espresso before church, but it did it. But apparently you made a shot of espresso for me and for Sue. Sue. And, um, yesterday she said I was mellow, but I don't really, I think she had so much espresso, it mellowed her out. I think it did. I think it did. Right? But I heard that, uh, you had quite, you drew quite the, um, quite I did. The they crowd. wanted to
0: see how the espresso machine worked. Yeah, it's good. So I think maybe next week I'm going to start, I'm going to charge $2 for a shot of espresso. Or maybe just during the countdown, just show us how it works. Right? Just up front. No, just no, take it no in. no song.
1: Just here's how the espresso machine works. Anyone
0: who's curious, Brandon will be selling espresso for three dollars a pop
1: after service. Dude, it is expensive to buy that stuff now. you get it like a Tim Hortons. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like, it's two bucks or more. Right. To put in your coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff though. So yeah, we're, we're drinking some great coffee. We're, uh, we're enjoying, um, Nice warm, uh, shot of espresso because, um, we got the heater going over here, the little space heater. Going, I, I gotta be honest with you. Here we go. <laughs> when, when I went outside this oh, morning, the weather outside is frightful. Dude, I had snow on my car. Mm-hmm. I, I had snow on my truck. Do you hear what I'm saying? So I, I share, um, I share a passion for, um, you know, it warmer and i like summer. But
0: sometimes i like to close my eyes Hola. and imagine what it'd be like when summer does.
1: this is me bro that is you this was me this morning you know it's like i i can't wait to warm up and you i was kind of complaining about it and allison was too this morning and you came in and you're like it's not even cold yet
0: no, the it's wind cold, bro. and the cold has not even begun.
1: The 30s cold.
0: Like Allison made a made a comment on Facebook yesterday about that she posted. Uh, I think it was a gif or something and I commented under it's like it hasn't even winter hasn't even hit yet. And I someone commented underneath of it. and She said, uh, "Where's the dis, where's the dislike button for this?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just oh, being real with you. Man. So,
1: oh man, so yeah, I don't know, but um so we had a, you had a pretty good day. Yeah, yeah it was it was good good. Day. I heard you had a good night last night with the um, students. And yeah, we did. You guys had cookies and had we, judges we, come in and judge cookies. We did. Oh we, yeah, it's we on. had our uh, student
0: Christmas party last night. Had about twenty students show
1: up for that and uh,
0: middle and high school, um, overrun with middle school students. Um, but so we had um, a cookie decorating contest. Uh, we had some pizza, so we started off with pizza. Um, we had a cookie decorating contest. They did that first, and then we had some other games. We had um taken a a couple of gift cards, or actually four of them, and, okay. and we made two saran wrap balls. Have you ever seen that game played where you wrap yes. the gift cards in the middle of saran wrap, and you wrap them in the balls? I should have taken more time. Next time I know. You gotta wrap a little bit of the saran wrap, tear it. Wrap a little bit of it the other way, oh, and tear okay, gotcha, it. Because gotcha. what they did is they started swinging it, and it started unraveling. Like they got smart. <laughs> um, and so, but Good we, for them. so we had two balls with um, four four cards in them, and so that was cool and uh and then we all and, but they had to unwrap those with oven mitts on. Okay. So that's what makes oh, it tough. Oh, oven yeah, uh, yeah. Um and then we had a um seven people participated in a blindfolded Christmas present wrapping. Oh. So that was that was fun to watch. I bet that was crazy. It, that was fun to watch. That, we didn't yeah. let them use scissors like we kind of pre-cut the paper. What? Well, <laughs> Good, good call on the,
1: the cut with the
0: blindfold. <laughs> All, Allie was like, "Do we need another pair of scissors?" I'm like, "I'm not letting them use
1: scissors." <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> See, so, now back in the 70s, if you played that game, they'd give you scissors and they wouldn't care. You'd exactly. tap your fingers off. They go, hey, we'll band it up. And exactly. Throw iodine on it and we're off and running for the next right. thing. So, but today we don't Yeah, do that, but so. you're correct. We did
0: have a, a couple of, um, special guest judges come in for the Christmas cookies and, um, one of our elders, Jeff Evans and his wife Patty came in and they judged. Not only did they judge and pick a winner, but they went around to each cookie and gave each cookie an accolade. That's awesome. I know that's a big word, but did they did they bite out of the cookies or They didn't they, okay, bite out of the okay, cookies. Yeah. The kids got to eat their cookies. Okay. Gotcha. Um and whatnot. I had a cookie that was plain without any of the frosting on it. It was
1: very very good. Was it? Um, Sometimes the plain like
0: Exactly. And, it was just a plain sugar Yeah, cookie.
1: super good. Super good. Um
0: and so they but they went around but the <laughs> Here's the kicker. Um Patty wrote in cursive and you know they don't teach cursive anymore. I didn't know that until you told me elementary school morning. This is very crazy. disappointing, crazy. Um like how how and I guess I'm, I'm dating myself now, but it's like how are kids going to sign their checks? Which checkbooks? Are, <laughs> Allie and I use a checkbook, but it's like that's kind of going by the way of the dodo as well. I mean, not as many people are using checks anymore. The dodo, the dodo. Okay, well that's yeah. that's a that's a word I haven't heard in quite a while. The dodo,
1: the dodo, the dodo
0: bird, the dodo bird. Yeah, it makes me think of Alice in Wonderland. Wow. Um, but anyways, so like one of them, um, it was honorable mention. Yeah. And the girl thought it said horrible mention. <laughs> See.
1: It's the beauty of uh of twenty twenty three. It was, know, awesome. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. You know, it's like uh you know, one of the first things I think I remember um it was like um I, I'm a terrible writer. If I if I have to concentrate, I can write well, but I, I just don't even think about it. Um but um you know, we had to learn cursive like from the get go. Yeah, I mean we didn't. Yep. Yeah. Um, here's the thing, when I was in school, I was um, they, they, they really concentrated on your, on your writing. Right. And so I, I guess they don't do that much anymore. No. Cause because, you have computers and. Now,
0: my, exactly. I will say, like, handwriting wise, and I hope my son's not listening to this, but I've told him this to his face. Um, my, what is Kennedy? Six? Six year old daughter has better handwriting than my ten year old son. Girls do have
1: a tendency to write better, though, don't you think? I a think little bit? so, but I mean, your like, wife probably writes better than you. She does. Yeah. All Anita like, writes a lot, a lot better than me. Kennedy writes better than I do, too. Well, that's true. Yeah. But uh,
0: Christian's I, like, it's like he's chiseling it out, like he's like at a caveman in a cave, like, <laughs> like eye, the flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude.
1: So yesterday, mm-hmm.
0: yesterday, yesterday,
1: this guy, mm-hmm. Across from me right now.
0: <laughs> I think I know okay, so
1: going. let me let me backtrack just for a second before I get into what I was going to say. Um, we're on on January thirty first um, here at church, nine thirty and nine and ten thirty. You are so flustered right now. I, oh yeah, um, we are having flannel Sunday, so you can wear your fl- you know whatever flannel is. Your it favorite. says that the slide says wear your favorite flannel shirt. Exactly, but. Whatever flannels. I mean, I've heard people are going to wear pajamas. I've heard people are going to wear. My wife says she is. Well, there you go. So this guy sitting across from <laughs> me, if you were here at both services, um, said, I said, Hey, you know, January or December 31st. I said January. You did say 30, January. December 31st. December 31st,
0: New Year's Eve. We're going to have flannel Sunday and um, you can wear your favorite flannel shirt to church. But I said, I'm trying to talk Craig into wearing Matchel. Matching flannel. See, I wore off while you did. matchle You did. Matchel. <laughs> matching flannel PJs. I said. So we're gonna maybe he, he's not buying in yet. I said we're gonna have to take a vote, and and people's hands shot up like both services. Second service was like, bang, like yeah, crazy. My
1: now you did send me something last night it was like a night shirt it
0: was, it was and it was like it, something ebenezer scrooge exactly, that's exactly what i thought. so
1: i'd actually wear that right but it was plant it was straight flannel <laughs> Fla- straight flannel it was the night shirt like about, what it went down like what like your ankles about, or something yeah like about, a, probably mid-shin yeah so what do you wear with that like house slippers or do i wear my boots don't wear my cowboy boots oh, well, that, with that would be awesome that would be great wouldn't it yeah i think you go boots yeah. i wear my house slippers the problem is is that I go I wear probably running tights and my running shoes. Of course you're going to wear <laughs> running tights. You probably have them on right now. No. Nope. I did earlier. Oh, I'm sure you did, bro. I ran on the treadmill this morning. Is there ever a day that you don't wear the tights? Yeah. When I don't run. <laughs> He's really serious about that too. I don't believe him, but anyway. It He's what like it whatever. Is yeah, what it right, is. Right. So, back to the uh the the matching jammies. I can't tell you how many people Came up to me uh, yesterday and said, are you guys going to do it? Are you going to do it? I, I I put my hand up. I I want you guys to do it. Are you going to do it? I was just like, ah, uh, no, not happening. And, and that's what I told you earlier. It's like I really hope people don't think that I was serious too. I think they do. Oh, I I thought you were because I was pretty much like if we had hymn books still in the rack, I would have thrown one at <laughs> you. You couldn't bring yourself to throw a Bible.
0: No, I oh, couldn't. Okay. <laughs> Box of tissues. Would have been funny if I just would have tackled you like this. No, right? It's like,
1: it would have been funny for the second service on <laughs> one live stream. We had that memory to live on exactly. forever. Exactly. So no, that was, that was pretty funny. People got a good, good charge out of yeah. that. So, but I was shocked, um, when I saw hands go up in the first service. Now I wasn't in there at the end of the second service, but, um, More everybody hands. said everybody was putting their hands like, up.
0: Like, it, yeah, it was, it was great. I think they want to see you in your pajamas. I don't think so. I don't think that's what the handle. So, what are you going to wear that day? Um, probably a pair of jeans and a flannel jeans. No. Oh, I was like, dang. No, a pair of jeans and a. Uh, I've got a black and red flannel shirt. Okay. I don't know. I've got a few different flannel shirts. I've got one that's gray with some yellow in it. You wore one
1: yesterday, didn't you? No. You. I no, wore a year. sweater yesterday. Okay. Yeah,
0: sweater. Yeah. Yeah. That sweater's comfy. Is it? Yeah. I like a good sweater every now and then.
1: You all right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I drink my espresso straight. I know you do. (laughs) Matchel. Matchel.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good yet good day yesterday. Um, it really I, I think was. that uh, yeah, every everybody was singing well. We kind of went old school. Somebody told me that it was Wyatt. Maybe he was like, "Wow, you kind of went old school with the music today." Because really? we did like super, pretty traditional Christmas yeah, songs. Yeah. We did sing Christmas offering. We sang that song during the countdown. Other than that, it was like yeah, yeah, pretty.
1: No, I thought uh, I thought yesterday was good. And the thing I, the thing that I am um, the thing that I've noticed the last several weeks is. Uh, there's been such a great spirit um mm-hmm. at church and um uh, been such a um you know um a spirit of just you know god god is here and um that's exciting and um because you know really when when we come here let's you know whether we're celebrating christmas or whatever uh you know new sermon series or whatever is going on Right. let's admit um the major thing about coming together is to glorify God. Exactly. And we need to glorify God. It doesn't matter literally what songs we right. sing, how we sing them, um, what's done. It just matters, like, are we going to glorify God? And so, really, honestly, when I, the last several weeks, um, two or three, four weeks, uh, have been awesome because, um, you can just tell that people are here, they're singing, they're, they're here to worship yeah. God. Yeah. And the thing that I've noticed, more than ever is the people hanging around and talking. Like, yeah. the hallways are pretty busy mm-hmm. after the first service. And, um, and I don't know if it's always like this, but the last several weeks that I've been down in the connections cafe, every table's taken like people yeah. are. Now it helps that you're serving biscuits and gravy. Yeah. For that breakfast. doesn't hurt. Like doesn't that hurt. doesn't hurt. Like the buffet that they sent, that right. they were doing down there yesterday was crazy.
0: Make sure uh, you slip down next week, um, early enough to get you, um, a a sugar cookie because Jordan and I for next weekend are going to make, I'm hoping to to pump out at least three of the, remember the uh, Christmas tree uh, that we make out of sugar cookie, sugar cookie, Christmas trees where you stack up the stars. Oh yeah. Um, So we're going to, we're going to do a few of those. So that's going to be on the, there's like 21 cookies on each tree. But if you really want a good cookie, you probably need to wait until people take cookies from the top because, um, the smaller cookies are on the top. There's a picture oh, of what it's going gotcha, to look good. like. That looks good. That looks yeah. really good.
1: Yeah, that'll be really good. So um, that's next week. That's next week, yeah. And the week after in the Connections Cafe is Christmas Eve. And so the only thing that they're doing in the Connections Cafe for Christmas Eve is we're doing hot chocolate, mm-hmm. we're doing coffee, and we're doing cookies, cookies. that that week. And so um, just to put a bug in your ear, make sure you get here, if you can, a little early. For Christmas Eve services, whichever one you come to at 1030 or 5, um, because, um, grab your cookie, grab your hot chocolate, head on into the, uh, auditorium sanctuary, uh, 20 minutes prior to the service, uh, we're play- playing some clips from Christmas movies mm-hmm. and, uh, there's some songs, cr- uh, shows that have done yep. Christmas things. So yeah, this
0: is, yeah, we played it a few years ago. Oh, it's, it's been, been five years
1: ago. Three or four, I think. In 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah, I checked. Wow. Yeah. Um, there we go. So, yeah, I mean, I think you guys will have a good time with it and uh, yes, enjoy it. So, it's um, be good. So, some of them are really good. They some are some very are really good. good. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And then we're going to get into celebrating, uh, you know, on Christmas Eve, uh, this, our regular Christmas Eve um Plans, uh, we'll have candles available for you guys to pick up on your way out mm-hmm. and, or on your way, on in. way in. And yeah, cause you're going to need those for the candlelight service and we're going to do communion. We're going to do, uh, regular things. So mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be a really, uh, good day. We'll so, good. um, I don't know when you guys plan to join us, um, on, um, Christmas Eve, either at 1030 or five, but, um, I hope you guys do plan to join us yeah, sometime. So, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And for that, um, we are looking for, um, cookie donations as well. So if you would like to, to help out and provide some cookies, whether they're homemade or you want to go buy some from the store, um, just to be able to provide those yeah. um, for, for people to, to grab on the way. That'd in, be awesome. Um, please, you can, um, I think sign up again this weekend down in connections cafe um, if you would like to, you can email richwood, richwoodchurchofchrist at gmail.com.
1: That'll be good. So yeah, a lot of good stuff, uh, getting, um, down at the uh, connections cafe and biscuits and gravy though. Mm-hmm. Like but that's like, that's like cracker barrel. It's like Bob Evans. It's like, uh, an Amish restaurant. Biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. What if I could talk them into doing grits sometime? I was jealous. Um,
0: Saturday, my parents headed to the beach. Okay. And, um, my wife, my wife told my mom, she was like, You best send me pictures of your breakfast. So there's this place that we've found over the past few years, as we've headed um, to Holden Beach in Southern North Carolina. Um, it's in Asheville, North Carolina. It's called CJ's. I've been in Asheville. Asheville?
1: Yep. yeah. And it's one of those hole in the wall restaurants. Best restaurants in the world. So good. It's off the beaten path. You want to go to those restaurants where there's like still like ketchup splattered on the wall, and the menus are crusty. Uh Those are the best places to eat. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but
0: great biscuits and gravy. Yeah, eggs, toast, you name it. Bacon, sausage. Like the first year we went, they had like biscuits the size of like I don't know your face. It was right. It was. They were. They took up the plate. Dude, those those would be awesome it was so good. How much was that biscuit if it was that big? I don't know, but it it's surprisingly not as expensive really? as you would think,
1: yeah. Sometimes those places amaze me how, you know, you can get all that food and it's like, you know, 6.99. You're like, how yeah. do you make that for 6.99? Yep. And I'm like, this is awesome. I could hardly make this at home for that. So, so. if you're ever in Asheville, North Carolina, look up CJ's. CJ's, okay? Yeah. So um I asked yesterday, uh, I think it was Sue at the Connections Cafe. I, I was like, so we're serving gravy. I said, is that coon gravy, raccoon gravy? Cause you know, let me know. She just looked at me like I had five heads, but yeah, literally I should give my Christmas. She told me, gravy. she come in
0: and told me that mm-hmm. she felt like if I was given a possum that I could whip up something decadent with it. I think it's the word she used too. It was decadent. decadent, decadent. Yeah.
1: Hey, I, I got a great, um, possum stew. Um, Recipe Anybody would Let me put it this way You don't even have to like possum To like this what, What's with the raised eyebrow I'm, I'm sure it's great uh, Here's what we need to do We need to have a standoff Or a cook off Okay You with the deer Deal. And me with the possum Let's go And we just I'll make your meal And you make mine And we shove it across And Ugh. I'll eat the deer. Uh, and you eat the possum. Yum. Ugh.
0: <laughs> I, I, you definitely win on that one. I mean, you get the deer. His eyes are. He t- texted me the other day. Asked, we made we made uh deer um chili. Venison chili. And he you texted me and you were like, Is that deer? I'm like, Yeah. And you're like, Ugh. I'm like, you have no idea what you're missing.
1: And then I sent you the uh Bitmo of the cat gagging. Gagging, yeah. <laughs> right? That uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> it literally is me when I see deer, but oh, uh goodness. But no, we had a great day yesterday. It was a good day. Um I thought um you know we were that's our second week of our series of a new glorious morning. Mm-hmm. Uh first week we talked about joy um and we broke that down last week and this past week uh this yesterday we have talked about peace. And, um, you know how incredibly hard it is to have peace. I mean, I think it's very hard. You, you cannot get this by yourself. It it truly is not something that you, you can, um, that you can actually get, um, on your own. And, um, because as you think about it, there's just so many, there's so many things. It's kind of like joy. We allow uh, our circumstances or what's going around us to affect not only our joy, but also our peace. Exactly. And I think this is um this is some of the things that you know that we need to um think about because you know if you look around the world um it's not peaceful. If we look at our private lives it's not peaceful, but um you know when the shepherds heard the announcement by the angels that you know Jesus Christ like the prince of peace right, uh, right. is here. I mean it wasn't a time That was very peaceful back then. No. I mean, a lot of stuff was going on. I mean, Herod was a madman. He was. Uh, Mary and Joseph were having issues at the very beginning of when Mm -hmm. she found out that, you know, she, she's pregnant. So here's the, the, here's what it says in Luke 2, verses 13 and 14. And suddenly there was a, with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, this is amazing, peace, goodwill toward men. The word peace, is staggering to me. Yeah, everybody wants it. We talk about peace all right. the time. No, I mean literally, we struggle with this. This is something that yeah or is we a say, struggle. Man, if
0: I could only do that, I'd be yeah. so peaceful. Or if that would happen, we. kind of like it's 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 very similar to what you talked about last week with joy. We base our peace off of circumstances and what takes place in our life. Yeah, we. Do. Well, that again becomes more happiness. You know, you said last week there is a difference between happiness and joy, and I think the same is true. You know, we can think that if all of these things, if, you know, if the chips line up right for us in our lives, that we're going to have peace. No, we're not going to have peace. We're just going to be a
1: little bit more comfortable. Right. True peace can only come from God. So I got a well, I got a legit question to kay. ask, and never asked this yesterday. So you have the peace of God. Okay, you're you're totally at peace with things. Right. World, marriage, even though things aren't great, you're mm-hmm, you're, mm-hmm. you're total peace. Can you lose that peace? Yeah. And you can, yeah. right? You can because you take your eyes off mm-hmm. what your peace is. Exactly. And you put it on something yeah. else. And I love what Jesus said um you know, in yes. John 14, 27, he says, I'm leaving you with a gift. Now this is an important phrase. Uh-huh. And people are like, oh, this is awesome. You know, it's a gift. Like, it's right. awesome. I got this. No, 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 no. You actually have mm-hmm. to use this gift. It's like, it's like if I gave you, say, uh, which, which, if you could pick any car in the world, what would you want? Seriously. Price doesn't even matter. What would you want? Like if, just to be like a daily driver, or like just a, whatever you like your all time favorite car. If you could say, if I could have, if I had the money, I'd buy this car. What would you buy? I'd probably just buy a Dodge Ram. Okay, so I buy you a brand new 2024 Dodge Ram that hit the market like a month and a half ago, and I just dropped 100 and what I, I saw the price, oh, of, yeah, like 125 thousand dollars for the souped up Dodge mm-hmm. Ram. I drive it to your house. I'm like, bro, this is a gift for you. I'm leaving this for you. That's okay. Awesome. It's yours. Thank you. You're welcome. When is that getting delivered? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Sometime. Sometime. Yeah. But I noticed you never drive it. Right. And – You're like, you tell me like you come into church every day and you're like, Oh man, you wouldn't believe how awesome it was to sit in the RAM and listen to the radio. Yeah. Last night I was out there for an hour. I just turned the car on and I just let the heat run and, and I, and it was just wonderful. I'm out, I'm out there listening to the radio and I've got, I've got all the, the, you should hear like the, the stereo. It's just absolutely phenomenal. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. Did you go anywhere? No, I just, I just listened to the radio and ran the heat. Okay. Perfect. So six months later, same thing. So it's summertime. You're running the moved. air conditioning and, and I noticed that drive by, you haven't moved the truck. I'm like, what's with the truck? You're like, I'm just listening to the radio. Well, guess what? You're really not using the gift. Right. You can listen to the radio and get heat in your other car too. So you're not getting the full benefit of the brand new Dodge Ram. So this is the beauty of what God, what Jesus is saying. I'm leaving you with a gift. Here's the thing. You got to pick it up and use exactly. it. Exactly. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace that I give you is a gift that the world cannot give. Mm-hmm. This is important. Yep. So don't be troubled or afraid. Right. So those are linked, but they're kind of separate, would you think? Yes. Afraid is, I'm afraid of, I'm going to get COVID. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that the country's going to, you know, we're going to be overtaken by somebody. I'm afraid I'm going to die. I'm afraid that this, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my money. Troubled, would you say would be, you're worried about something? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm worried of that, you know. Right. Just kind of you you've got an overwhelmingly sense right. of just worry in in your life. So the world wants peace, they can't get it. Uh they try to escape the tensions of life and, and they and I always look at it like, you know, we're trying to get uh trying to escape like some of our responsibilities. How many times have you heard somebody say, I I'm going on vacation in two months. And I'm gonna. I, I need this vacation, and this vacation's going to change my right. life. But it doesn't really change your life. No. But you go, and it's over, and then you're back where you were. Two weeks later, after vacation, yep. you're you're, you're there the again. same, if not worse. Exactly. Guess what? You are putting your pope in something that is not fulfilling. It's just temporary. Your a six day vacation right. is not going to fix right. what you need. Jesus Christ is going to fix exactly. What you I need. love.
0: Um. And and this is you actually have not read this. You've maybe kind of alluded to it. Uh, I recently, but you haven't read this one recently. Um, these two verses in Philippians chapter four, verses six and seven, are great. It says, "Don't worry about anything; instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need." And I love that. There, there's so there's so much importance in in the words. Right. It, it right. doesn't say tell God what you want. No, it says tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. Now, again, it doesn't mean that everything is going smooth. It doesn't mean that everything is perfect in our lives. Um, what it does mean is God's going to give us what we need. And it doesn't even mean you're going to understand it all. And we may not understand it. It says his peace will guard your hearts and minds, so they are again, as you live in Christ Jesus.
1: So peace of heart and mind. Um, so that's mentioned there. It's, Jesus mentions it in the garden. Uh-huh. It, it's, it's huge, peace of mind and heart. Right. Mind and heart. It's just those two go hand in hand. They're connected, yeah. It is amazing of, of this. So the peace that God gives goes way beyond understanding. I, I don't have to understand it, and there's been things that have happened in my life over the last um, couple months that I don't understand. But right. I, I can legitimately tell you, and we had this conversation yep, this exactly. morning with yep. Willie, one of our elders, that I have such a peace mm-hmm. on uh, – and that only comes from God 100%. So Exactly. Uh, I said that we can have peace – In spite of several things. Number one was strained relationships. So um and this that that one I think is important to start off with that. Because I don't care who you are.
0: Yeah. I think every single person probably has at least one strained relationship. Maybe it's with a friend.
1: If not more. Or
0: more maybe it's with a family member maybe it's with a coworker you know the list could go on and on exactly but we've all probably got somebody in our lives where there's a strained relationship
1: oh exactly and um but you i, I think when I, I used joseph and uh-huh. mary at the very beginning when mary first found out that she was pregnant and here's the thing about joseph i think it's hard for us to imagine we look at joseph he's kind of like we always say he's kind of this docile character he's just kind of go along with the flow and all this but joseph is a man and joseph is a man in biblical times so he's He's totally like whatever you picture a man's man. Joseph is a man's oh, man. Oh yeah, exactly. This dude's carpenter. A carpenter. I mean, he, he works with rugged. his hands. Yeah. And you have to realize he's quite a bit older than Mary. So yes. Mary's somewhere guessing between thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. Joseph is between the ages of twenty-seven to thirty-five or something right. like that. So there's a big age difference here between right. Mary and Joseph. So they're betrothed to be married. And um, so Joseph um, you know he was shocked. Yeah. I bet he was I bet I bet he was shocked but I also bet he was irritated. Mhm. Because he's like this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So, um I love the Bible talks about we're going to talk a, I'm going to break it down just a little bit in more depth mm-hmm. this coming Sunday about Joseph, but um um how the Bible tells us that he was going to divorce her quietly. quietly. And, Which um, kind of tells you about the type of man that he was. Yeah, I mean, he's super. I mean, he wasn't yeah. going to say, this girl, look what right. she did. He's We're not going to tarnish her. He's just going to yeah. phase himself out and be done with it and and move on. But an angel appears to Joseph in Matthew 1, 20 and 21. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. She will have a son and you are to give him the name Jesus and he will save his people from their sins. So hmm. um I I I bet there are people out there well if I had an angel visit me yeah I would change a lot of things about that right but here's the thing Joseph only had the angel visit him which was amazing mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you yep. but you and I have every promise every truth from the word of God of what he can do and how he can bring us to where we need to be and so and The gift of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And the gift of the Holy Spirit, exactly. Um, So Joseph made the decision to be reconciled um, to Mary. Mm -hmm. So uh, the birth of Jesus Christ, I cannot think about the birth of Christ without everything else. Right. I, I don't just block out the birth of Jesus. When I when I see and think about the birth of Jesus, I think about what he did, I think about the cross, I think about the open tune. I can't help but think about those things. Right. And um I, I mean I think we talked about this last week on the podcast and one of the things that brought that into uh, my mind was years ago, you know, I was driving through Harrison, Ohio, mm-hmm. and this farmer had the major scene. The cross and an open tomb and he had lights connecting all of them Mm -hmm. together. And I thought, you know what? Gospel. This guy said it all right there. He didn't have to do anything else. This is exactly what this was about. So what Jesus has done for Mary and Joseph, he can do for all of us. Yep. He can, he can bring, he can bring peace. um, Exactly. To you.
0: And that's, you know, that's the thing you talked about. being reconciled, yeah, and and there's a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. Yeah. You talked about that yesterday yeah. as well, and you know in those strained relationships, one hundred percent forgiveness can take place no matter what because and it you, has to and it has to even if the person the person may not even know that they've done anything to offend you, you can still forgive them. Yes, they don't even have to know that. Reconciliation may or may not take place because that takes both parties. It does. Um, both parties have to be on the same page of saying yes. Let's reconcile. Let's do this. Let's, yeah. you know, I forgive you, and you know, thank you for giving me, for forgiving me. Whatever that looks like, right, right, like, right. Let's reconcile. Never happened. You know, let's move past it. Um, and so that, you know, that looks looks different, right? Um, and so that's important to say. But um, I love what Jesus says in Matthew chapter five. Great. Uh, he said, "I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother." Without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, that means if you swear at them, call them a loser or any other names, shall be in...
1: And I, I don't have it, you have to it's cut off one. Oh, sorry. Ah, uh, let me see where were you at? Um shall be in the danger of the council, but whoever says you full shall be in the danger of hellfire. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Hmm. Now That's the ultimate goal, right? Right. Right. Reconciliation is, you know, you try to talk it out, you try to work it out. But literally, as you just said, it takes two parties to reconcile because, you know, if you and I get into we get sideways and uh, with each other and you want to make up with me and I'm like, I listen to you, but I'm like, dude, I'm not doing this because I I just don't trust you anymore. And I walk away. You can't help that. exactly, But you still say, you know what? I can forgive Craig. I can. Right. And it might be hard and, you know, something you think, hey, I would love to have this relationship. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if it's like that and it's something like, hey, you were such good friends and this shouldn't end it like this. I would keep praying about it, right? Um, to where God would be like, "Can you at least open the door, right?" Um, and let God work in that? Because God, I think God needs to work in these relationships. I mean, the only way God brings two people back together to reconcile anyway is because of Him. You, right? You, there's nothing mortal man's going to do to say, "Hey, I'm going to just let this go." It only comes through the blood and the grace of God. When he exactly. Does it to you, so. Exactly. And then the next thing, we can have peace in spite of our
0: circumstances. Mm-hmm. This is huge because. Guess what? There's always going to be circumstances. Yeah, there is. There's always going to be something that takes place in our lives that's going to rob us of our peace. Exactly. And so this is important to realize that no matter what our circumstances are, we can find that peace in Christ.
1: Yeah, and if you're looking for perfect circumstances, you, you, you're you tricking yourself. It's an illusion. It's like, uh, what do you, what's a mirage? Yeah, right. It's just never going to happen. Right. It's like I could be feeling great healthy wise. I'm at peace with God. I understand that God's glory and I, you know, and all that. But I walk outside and there's 12 inches of snow on the ground. It's never, you know what I mean? I'm just saying there's always something to get in your way. I'd be peaceful at that. Peace. Right.
0: But anyway, so you, you went back and you talked again about Joseph. Yes. And, um, I mean, think about his life. He was in turmoil. Oh, yeah especially those early years and you know jesus you know is born everything's kind of okay settled down probably a little bit things are going you know smooth the magi the wise men come visit and then all of a sudden herod makes this declaration of saying hey all of the boys what was it two years and younger two years and younger, um, are going to be killed in this area and so we then see them have to flee and they go to egypt Matthew 2:13 through 14 said um this is an angel speaking to Joseph in a, in the middle of the night. It says arise take the young child and his mother flee to Egypt and stay there until I bring you word for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. And so for Joseph the, those circumstances were were not Pleasant, I'm sure.
1: No, I, I, you know, even Joseph when he worked everything out, and you know, the angel visited him, and you know, I bet there was always something for Joseph to work out. Because mm-hmm. think of Joseph. I mean, he could have just married a simple <laughs> peasant girl, right? Had children, carpentered, lived his life, and not had all this stuff going on in his life. But yet here yeah. he is. He's placed right in the middle of the greatest exactly. history lesson in in the world. And, and I think sometimes that. Um, you know, if you think about Joseph, and this is a word that always comes to my mind with him, um, when I think about him, is why, 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 why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? Why, God? Because I mean, how many times have you ever have you ever asked question? Yeah, God, why? Absolutely, why why is this going on? Yeah, what? I don't have time for this. Why? Why me? Um. You know, why do I have to have such stress and chaos in my life? And I, I always remember, um, and it's very hard because when you're going through something difficult, it's very hard to get that spiritual uh, perspective, but right. that's exactly where God wants you to go. Mm-hmm. He wants you to go to your knees. He wants you to give yourself to him. He wants you to look at this spiritually because um I think God is trying to teach me or teach all of us something when we go through something, but yet... We're not going to lose, we're not going to win that or understand that if we complain all the time and ask God why. Does that make sense? Exactly. So in Isaiah 55 verses eight and nine, it says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts. So God's saying whatever you think is totally not what I'm thinking and my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So when I read that verse, I always think, you know what? God's ways are higher, they're deeper than what I would think, but he knows what's best. he's in control, so I need to trust in him. I mean, I don't know what else to do, but do that, but just keep on trusting exactly. so then we have um, we can have peace in spite of the unknown. This is huge. nobody knows what's going to happen. Right. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen this afternoon or tonight or, um, you know, but shortly after Jesus was born, Mary and Joseph, um, took him to the temple for a service of dedication. Now, mm-hmm. I told everybody yesterday we we're going to talk about this on Christmas Eve. Right. But this is a, this is such I a love this. unique story. It is. I love so it. So you got, you got
0: Simeon. Yeah, I love it. And, and Simeon was, was, had been old. promised by God. Yeah, he was old. Oh, This dude old. is older than dirt. Um, Not as old as Methuselah, but still, but he's old. Um, But anyway, so, but, but he was promised by God that he would see the Messiah. And um, so you see Mary and Joseph bring Jesus to the temple for this dedication. And in verse 29 of Luke chapter two, it says this, this is Simeon talking. Yeah. Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. He's like, okay, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm, I've I've seen it, I've lived a long life. Exactly. I've endured, you know. And so now let me die in peace. He said, I have seen your salvation.
1: And the thing about this when he's doing it, he's literally holding Jesus Christ. Exactly. Like can you can you imagine you're holding Jesus Christ in your arms? And you know it. And you know it. You're holding the Messiah. Like what's that what what's that gonna be like? I mean, what what's that feeling gonna be like? And so but here's Simeon trusting God. It's like I'm ready to die. Right. It's unknown future. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Like, but here's what he does know. He's been in the temple. He's studied the scriptures. He knows the promises of God. He knows what God has done. He's looked at what God has done for the Israelites. Right. He's going through the whole past. Exactly. And Abraham, Isaac, and Jan, all that stuff. Yep. And he knows God. So he's willing to step into something that he doesn't know. It's kind of like your movie clip that you showed from Indiana uh, Jones. Indiana Jones, where he takes that step Let's, across that. Yeah. What's that bridge called? Uh, that was the leap of faith. Yeah, the leap of faith. That's exactly what Simeon's yeah. doing here. And that's what you and I need to do. Exactly. We take a leap, kind of our sermon series right, for next taking year, a taking a leap. But before uh, Simeon handed Jesus back over to Mary, poor Mary. Poor Mary. It, he
0: gives her some of the unknown. That,
1: yeah, and you gotta understand, Mary, again, she's a teenage girl. So. Right. Picture some 14-year-old girl hmm. holding them, you know, getting the Messiah handed back to her. And some old guy looking at you and saying this in Luke 2, verses 34 and 5, then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mom, this child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. Oh, so what are you going to think about those words? Right. And I loved what you said, you know, because
0: after the um, after the shepherds came and visited her and all of that stuff, it's you know, it says Mary pondered these things in her heart. Right. You know, she she helped. She couldn't continue to think about them. Did she continue to ponder these words in her Would heart? You I, I, Yeah.
1: Like, like, what did he mean? Yeah. And what like, about that last line? And a sword will pierce your very soul. Exactly. What she's like? what is going on here, God? Exactly. What does this future hold for me? What's it hold for my child?
0: Yeah. So you talk about the unknown. You know, Mary definitely, I'm sure, had to find peace in God's promise um, even through that, that unknown.
1: So here's the kicker. The unknown can rob you of your peace. It can. Because you're always going to be thinking, you know, cause we, we, remember you read, don't, don't be anxious about anything. Okay. And, um, so, you know, we, we wonder, what if, uh, what about my future? What about my job? What if I get sick? What if my mate dies? What if, what if, what if, what if? And we go through all these what ifs. Well, you could drive yourself crazy. Exactly.
0: Well, it's like what Jesus says in, um, I can't remember. Is it Matthew five? That's Sermon on the Mount. Maybe somewhere in there. Um, but he, you know, he talks about, you know, how the birds, you know, don't need anything. The flowers are so beautifully dressed. God cares about all of us. Don't worry about
1: tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worries for you know, for its self, for its exactly, its and let me ask you something have you ever worried about tomorrow? oh, yeah, and has it done any good for you? No, ever, and, and normally it doesn't come out the way that it was going to come out in my mind anyways, no.
0: and it never it it never does you any good no, and that's what I love the Mark Batterson quote. he said, "Anxiety and worry for tomorrow takes away the peace of today, and he's right, you know we 100%. we just have to live in the in the moment of today and focus on what God has giving us for giving us for the day because guess what we worry about tomorrow we can't change it no um and normally
1: worrying doesn't help anyways i um i i always you know have to um you know remember that um i, I just have to give Today and tomorrow to God. Exactly. And because, uh, you know, God's not telling me, you know, hey, don't worry about tomorrow or don't worry about the future because nothing bad going to happen to you. God God is literally saying, whatever happens to you, I'm going to be with you. And right. that's something you can take to the bank. And you already said it. Holy Spirit's going to be with me. Exactly. exactly. So I had number four. You can have peace in spite of grief. Mm-hmm. This is huge. This is very big. Mm-hmm. Uh, very big because I, I think sometimes when we lose somebody, it, it affects your it affects you. It does. It and affects you, especially at the holidays. I was going to say, especially this time of year. Yeah. yeah. Because it's you're, huge.
0: Yeah, you remember the Christmases that you had with that, that person. Exactly. And, and maybe you'll see a, a decoration on your Christmas tree and it reminds you of, of them. Exactly. And, and it may bring up some some happiness and, and remember the good times, but there's inevitably going to be some grief with that and some sorrow as exactly. well. Exactly. And, um, um, and so that's the great thing is realizing that. You know, even though that person's not with you anymore and you have grief, mm-hmm. we can find peace in spite of that
1: grief. And that's where, um, you know, you talk about grief. I mean, what King Herod did oh my. when he started killing the baby baby oh boys my. 2 years and younger i mean think about think about you as a parent mm-hmm. um somebody mm-hmm. comes to kill your 2 year old boy mm-hmm. think of like me as a grandparent or think of his aunts and uncles right. or yeah, relatives than, friends yeah bigger than just the parents it affects everybody. everybody so no matter the bible says there was a great weeping in the land i'm gar- i'm guarantee you heard wailing right. taking place throughout that entire um place so I, uh, <laughs> 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 you know can i just tell you this Politicians stink. Uh huh. From the from biblical days to today, they they all they do is care about themselves. To be honest with you, but but can you just imagine it though? Right. I mean, maybe maybe uh a Christmas is not a good time for you, and you know you're thinking, you know, it shouldn't be this way. Christmas just doesn't work for me. Yeah, ex- exactly. You know what that's from? No, <laughs> Polar Express. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So I read a passage of Scripture that I think is great. Very good. I love it. It's 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18. Brothers and sisters, we want you to know that will happen to believers who have died, so you will not grieve Mm. like people who have no hope. Exactly. For since we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again, we also believe that when Jesus returns, God will bring back with him the believers who have died. Mm. We tell you this directly from the Lord. This is a statement directly from God. We who... Are still living when the Lord returns, will not meet him ahead of those who have died. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a with a commanding shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God. First, the believers who have died will rise from their graves. This is incredible. Then together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth, will be caught up in the clouds to meet them in the air. Think about this. And Mm. then we will be with the Lord forever. I love this last line. So, mm-hmm. encourage each other with these words and then I said, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You you don't get a better gift than that. Yep. This is this is amazing. Jesus came to die for your sins and he also broke the bonds of death yep. forever. And so again, the manger, the cross, and the empty tomb. Is you there? can't you can't have one without the other. Not at all. And it, and it's like even like uh you know, even at Easter, we should actually talk, be talking about the birth mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ because it's so vitally exactly. important to the entire picture of the gospel right. of, of Jesus Christ. Exactly. And then number five, um, I put down, we can have, um, peace in spite of sin, sin, sin. in yeah. our life. Um, I, I, think one of the things, um, that allow us not to have peace is, um, guilt. I was gonna say ourselves. And yeah. remorse. Yeah. Um forgiving ourselves. Mm-hmm. So how do you forgive yourself mm-hmm. really? I mean, you can't you can't really do that,
0: can there, you? There there have been times in my life, you know, I thought about this yesterday when you talked about that, where I have literally prayed. Because you you mentioned you talked about how the Bible says, you know, as far as the East is from the West, you know, God, you know, forgives us right. or forgets. God forgets our yeah. sins. And um you know, but there have been times in in my life where I continue to have that guilt right. of the sin in my life, and so I have to ask God to help me forgive myself. Right. I know that God has forgiven me. Yeah. And, and so it's like, okay, God, help help your Holy Spirit to help me, right? Forgive
1: me. It's 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 the it, it's the the thing of trying to we're still trying to work this out on our own sometimes, but we have to turn this over. This this is. You want true peace? It's turning this over to God. Now this is this is very, I think, very very difficult to do because right. I don't know if you're like me or not. But you can. I mean, I can think of things that I did in 1985 or four right. or three that I, I can't still have. No, you can't. 85. Yeah, you were here, bro. 85. I slept in – But did you wear flannel jammies in night? 19- Probably not. Okay. But I mean, I can think of things I did, you know, 35, 40 years ago, and I, I. If I think long and hard enough, guess what will happen? Right. Satan will You'll, sneak exactly. in and I'll feel guilty about exactly. that. So what I have to do is I'm like, here's what I do. This is what I do. So if you're struggling with for, for something that you're forgiving, you know, to forgive or to forgive yourself, this is what I do when I think of those things. Like even, you know, I'll just confess up. Anita and I went through a t- tumultuous time about 20 years ago. And, um, even then I was like, you know, I'll think back on that. I right. cringe occasionally. Mm-hmm. Here's what I do now. I literally sometimes get on my knees and thank God Mm -hmm. that he got me through it. Exactly. And I'll thank God that he has forgiven me of that. And I thank God for taking this Mm -hmm. from me. Thank you for the reminder of your grace and your mercy and the forgiveness and what Jesus did on the cross. So now what I try to do in my life is focus on that he got me over that. Right? Do I still... Does it still give me a pang? yeah because that's the consequence of my sin right. that's a consequence of what I've done but I don't live there because if I live there guess who wants to join me and get a room and as my roommate Satan right Satan wants to join me in that room and he wants to be my bunk mate exactly. and all he wants to do is talk in talk my about ear it, yeah and he will talk in my ear and get me to focus on something that happened 40 years ago and I shouldn't even be focused on because it. because you know why
0: because that pulls us away from God. Exactly.
1: And guess who has no peace anymore? Me. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's basically how I do that. Even for things that, you know, have happened over the last several months. I'm, you know, I've, I've, I'm thanking God Mm -hmm. for the, for the forgiveness and for his love and for his peace Mm -hmm. and for getting me through something because it's very, you, (laughs) Yeah, it's very hard. Absolutely, times. I, I David. How about David? Oh man, this is so good because David. You talk about
0: sin. Oh, but, just that account with Bathsheba. You know, but this he, is like a
1: year after he committed this right. sin with Bathsheba, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you talked about it a few weeks ago. You know, he lusted. He committed adultery. He lied. He murdered. Murdered um and so all of those things all of that guilt i'm sure that he had not somebody you'd want for your neighbor right 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 and then so he wrote in psalm 51 verses one through t one through t that's that's the espresso (laughs) talking one through three hey one i want to use one through t i like that yeah (laughs) go for it anyways he wrote have mercy on me O god because of your unfailing love because of your great compassion blot out the stain of my sins Wash me clean from my guilt, purify me from my sin, for I recognize my rebellion, it haunts me day and night.
1: Mm. And it will.
0: Yeah. I love Um. that. Blot out the stain of my sin. Mm -hmm. You know, and then he's praying to God because we try to do it, we try to cover it up ourselves, but we can't no we've got to turn that over to god
1: every single time and this is the hardest thing it's like um because we as a person we do feel remorse we do feel guilty and you right. do feel sorry mm-hmm. and all that but there comes a day and time where you have to thank god for forgiving you of that sin and 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 getting to where you be focusing back on the crucifixion and focusing back on what jesus did on the cross And what he did by walking out of the tomb and even by, by Jesus, by God sending Jesus here as a baby, you know, and prior to that, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to go the gospel of Jesus Christ prior to that, you know, all the predictions in Isaiah and all the, all the, the correlations of Jesus in the Old Testament, I mean, this is all. One huge point um to Jesus Christ, and for you and I to right. to turn ourselves I love the, I love John fourteen six where Jesus says, "I'm the way the yep. truth and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me, and I don't know if I did it in both services, but I talked about Oprah oh you did both oh services. my gosh yeah. i i i it's just amazing oh. how people follow this lady or follow that
0: bizarreness and bizarreness, and I've got one better for you, so tell this, and then i'll I'll expand on it so go ahead. okay.
1: So anyway, I saw uh, just a briefly where somebody sent me a clip of her, you know, basically saying there's many ways to heaven. She said she's a Christian, she believes in God, but there's many, 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 many. She used the word like many like ten times, mm-hmm. ways to to get to heaven. And this lady in the crowd steps like no, 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 no. There's only one way, and it's through Jesus Christ. The Bible says. Oprah's mouth dropped open, but Oprah was irritated. She wasn't right. like her normal calm, and it was like it's like the lady in the crowd was going at battle with satan right it was like you can see people's expressions change from like they're getting aggressive about Mm -hmm. this and oprah was aggressive about this so yeah that was people believe anything but if you believe god's word and i would if i was on the show oprah i would be like so you say you're a christian she said yes what does that mean i would ask her yeah and then i'd be like so let me ask you this do you believe the bible From the first verse to the last, cover to cover, as the inerrant word of God. Guaranteed she's going to say no. So guess what? You're no longer a Christian. I don't know what you are. You can talk about God, but you're not talking about the God. So if you're talking about the God and the inerrant word of God, Jesus says there's only one way, Mm -hmm. and it's it's through him. And if you don't buy that, you're not a Christian. You're not believing in the God, and you're not believing in his word. So I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Good luck on your journey, Oprah. So I've seen
0: video clips of someone else who claims to be a Christian who um, – yeah, man, definitely going to be judged because he, he he's a so-called minister, um, has been on Oprah, talked about this with Oprah. Uh, J.O.? J.O., been on Larry King, talked about I this s- on Larry King, and yeah. I've seen
1: these clips. I have saw them too. Where I Joel Osteen mm-hmm.
0: pretty much says the exact same thing that Oprah says. How can you claim to preach the truth of God's word, but yet you go against it by saying there are many ways to get to God, to get to heaven? Well,
1: he actually said, I heard this quote the other night. I was listening. That was, this was tagged on to the Oprah thing. Yes. Where he was talking to, they asked, you know, why don't you preach about sin? And he's like, well, the people feel so bad about themselves now. So I, I want them to leave here feeling, you know, they have hope and they have. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. How do you give somebody hope? Because, You're giving them a temporary peace, am I right? Right. right. A moment of, like, here's – I'm feeding you this Mm -hmm. watered-down Kool-Aid. But how do you give them hope, real hope, without the gospel of Jesus Christ that Jesus literally was born to die for your sins and to give you eternal life? How how do you give them hope without that? Exactly. So if you explain that to me, go for it. I I, I don't get it without that. Right, and that
0: points toward uh, the – passage you read the verse you read from romans six twenty three, mm-hmm. the wages of sin is death and we know that to be true but the gift of god there's the gift again exactly. the gift of god is eternal life in christ
1: jesus our lord And then First Peter 2.24 said, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sin, might live for righteousness. And here's the thing you have to remember. Mm -hmm. Jesus died for your sin. This is incredible. I mean, he took the wrath of God, the wrath that was meant for you. are never, unless you don't call upon God. Exactly. You're never going to experience the wrath of God. You're not going to know what that's like. Jesus Jesus took it upon his shoulders for us. Yeah. So when Jesus was in the garden... Mm-hmm. And he says, "Let this cup pass by me." He's talking about the cup of God's wrath. Exactly. He looked into the cup of God's wrath. He knew what he was. Mm-hmm. So you you wonder why Jesus sweat drops of blood. He mm-hmm. knew what was coming. All the hate and all the venom that God has for sin was heaped upon Jesus Christ. I mean, it gives me chills to even right. think about it. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. How, how how can I not go to God? Exactly. How can I not go to Jesus? Um, John nineteen thirty, 30 when Jesus had received sour wine he said it is finished first service I said read the underlying words with me they weren't underlined I didn't know that <laughs> Allison corrected that the second service but Allison said they all did well they went with the they went with the words anyway right exactly. and it says it is finished and knowing his, and bowing his head he gave up his spirit, spirit. Yeah. now what's finished yeah, it's over. I mean, yep. he, price has been paid. You know, I've, I've done this. And the thing about it is, is the Bible tells us that God laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Iniquity is every bad, nasty, dirty, filthy thing that you can think of. And it was heaped upon, it was heaped upon Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So, um, here's the thing. And this goes against Oprah. Joel Olstein and a lot of ministers today. True peace only comes when we come to the knowledge that we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. We have confessed our sins to him. We're baptized and we live our life to change. Exactly. That's the only peace you're ever going to get in this world. And here's the thing. You already said it. Our sins are buried. Mm -hmm. You may remember it. Right. God doesn't. Exactly. Isaiah 118. This is good. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Yep.
0: Yeah, I love it. And then this uh, this quote by Crawford Lor- Loritz. 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 Yeah. Very good. And this kind of points back to what I was talking about a little bit ago as well. He said, the mistake is we try to forgive ourselves, but that will never happen. You have to go to God first, ask that he forgives you no matter what you have done. And with that forgiveness and the gift of peace, mm-hmm. we begin to find a way to deal with our sins mm-hmm. through his healing power we can't do it on our own
1: can't do it on our own we have to go to to the ultimate exactly. one who forgives you, you cannot do that by yourself you, yep. you know you, you can only go through that's a great quote it is very it's a good great quote yeah Well, guys, um, um, thank you for joining us, Um, um, hanging in there with us. I want to remind you of a couple things uh, before we get off of here. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this Sunday. Um, This Sunday is December the 13th, and uh, this is the third week of our series, A New and Glorious Morn, so I'm looking forward to that. And we're going to be talking about how how Jesus can bring us purpose in our life, uh, not just this time of the year, but all through the year. And we have a special treat. Our kids club. It's going to be so good. It's going to be singing during both services, and I hope you guys plan on being with us. And So if you're a parent and you're listening to this and your kids are singing, you have to have your child at the church no later than 9-15 so they can be sure to get lined up and ready to go. So if you have questions, you can get a hold of the church, call Anita Brad's, or you can email rcc at gmail.com. So there you go. Christmas Eve coming up. Mm-hmm ten thirty. Ten thirty 10 5 p.m 5 p.m i lost my train of thought there first. okay
0: don't forget if you would like to help out with christmas cookies um sign up this coming sunday at the connections cafe
1: or email the church you can do that and don't forget flantle flannel flantel? Flantel, flannel flannel put a t in there i did flannel sunday flannel I don't, sunday. Sunday. I don't know what flannel is but i don't yeah, either
0: there, yeah so that's uh December the thirty first, not January thirty first. Exactly. December the thirty first. Exactly. Um New Year's Eve. Uh we will have both services nine and ten thirty on that Sunday. That'll
1: be fun. Wear your wear your flannel. Be cozy. It would be cozy. And then remember we have women's Bible study starting up. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be looking at daily grace and from Colossians. Um starts January tenth. 2024 and 930 in the fellowship hall. There's child care. If you want to register, you can find the link to, and also order the book at Church forward slash women. Yep. And then we've already mentioned this, that, um, Next, uh, starting, um, in January, we're starting a new ser- sermon series called Take a Leap. And, yep. um, we're just going to look at what we need to do to take a leap in so many things and so many areas of our life because, uh, we're going to talk about a, a bevy of things. And, um, I'll be honest with you. We're going to press the envelope a little bit. So, um, where I'm hoping that God will speak to our heart where we truly will like Harrison Ford mm-hmm. in, what was the bridge called? The Leap of Faith. The Leap of Faith. We'll take a leap of faith for God and just know he's going to be there to catch us. It's a great scene. It is a very good scene. Probably should show that. Sean
0: Connery's out dying from that gunshot wound, and and he's trying to get to the cup so he can heal him. I forgot Sean Connery was in Sean. It's it's Indy's dad. He's also James Bond. Junior. Um, One other thing, too. um, Coming in January, um, there's going to be a mini basketball camp that is January 18th through the 20th. Yep. That is for 1st through 5th graders. It is completely free Um, So for more information um, and to register, you can go to richwood.church forward slash sports. I'm not sure if that link is properly working. I've got to check that, but you can just go to richwood.church, drop down the ministries tab and click sports. And you can go there and get that um, information and register for that as well.
1: Sounds like a good plan. Basketball camp is ready to roll. Um, That's all I got. Sounds good, man. Um so, big week ahead of you? Um, Ready for Christmas? Yeah, I'm getting there. We we're we're pretty close. Are you? We're pretty close. We are doing Christmas a week from Friday with our family. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Big time, right? When are you doing yours? Uh, I think a week from Oh, no.
0: Not a week from. Be this Sunday? What? Really? I think. Really? No. No, 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 no. We're going the 20 No,
1: it's the following weekend. We're going the 23rd. Okay. So Saturday. Okay, so uh when are you doing Christmas for me? Like when are when are you like gonna celebrate that with when when are you bringing me again? Every Monday I make you a shot of espresso. You do do that. I mean, what more could you want? Well, you want a 2024 Dodge Ram. I well, it's not it's a Ram, not Dodge anymore, right? Yeah, it's just it is Ram. Yeah. You'd, you'd freak if I rolled up in there and parked that thing
0: down in your front yard. I can promise you I wouldn't just sit in the driveway. You'd be driving it. Uh, you you and I'd be going somewhere. You'd be like, toss me the keys. I'm in. I'd take you somewhere. <laughs> I'd even buy you.
1: We'd go to GNR. you buy me bologna. I'd buy you baloney. I'd drive $125,000 on a truck, and you'd buy me, a, what, a $10 baloney sandwich? Again. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's what more could you want? Ex- well, yeah, it is a gift.
1: Yeah, it's a gift. You're right. You're right. So, shot of espresso and baloney. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, let's jacked do it. for the day. You know what we should do? We've talked about this doing this numerous times. Is we should uh, try to do like um, you know GNR night with Brandon and Craig at and just like have people like show up and we'll. Have dinner at the GNR or go somewhere and do that. that. Sounds great. Yeah, I don't know that GNR's got enough room for. No, I don't think so. All They're eight of very Small. All eight of our. I like the loyal GNR listeners. because the decor hasn't changed in forty years. Like literally, there's posters of Johnny Bench and Pete oh, Rose, yeah. and I know those things have been up there for oh, yeah. forty years. And then they've got uh, Buck Rogers, mm-hmm. you know, manager of the California Angels, who yep. played for the California uh-huh. Angels too. His pictures up there, but. Has, not he's even California, California Angels anymore Now they're the Anaheim Angels. Exactly And I bet most Angel fans Wouldn't even know who Buck Rogers is To be right? honest with you So By the way Do you know Buck was born in Delaware? Ohio? Yep Or the state? Uh, Ohio I did not know that Did you also know That we had a president born in Delaware? I did not know that You didn't know that? Uh, Do you know where the BP is? was on the main drag Yeah I know where you're at That's where he was born He was born right oh, there Oh that was um, Rutherford um, Hayes yeah, yeah I did know yeah. that I did know that did you also know in Delaware? It's big Delaware day. Um, that uh, do you know the um, movie director? You know Liza Minnelli's dad? No. Okay, you know Liza Minnelli? No. You know Judy Garland? Yeah. Judy Garland's daughter. Okay. Who was married to Liza's dad? Okay. And I can't remember his name. He was born in Delaware. How about that? Okay. You lost me at Judy. I know Judy. Judy. Okay. Judy's daughter is. You don't know who Liza? What are you? Twelve? Uh, close. Okay. Close. I didn't
0: know you were such a, um, a a Delaware like aficionado. Like you you Dude, I know a lot about nothing. That's that's just just the way it is. You said it, not me. And the nice thing is, is now it's on recording. It is could you delete that? Yeah. It's like I'm, like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone Two, lost in New York where he's got that talk back. I had one of those by the way. I got one of those for Christmas. <laughs> Dustin had one back too. in the day. <laughs> and he's
1: like, Hello. Hello. And he's like talking, and he's like, back. I love it when he talks in the phone or, or talks in that. And then he goes to, what is it? Um, the Waldorf or whatever. And, yes. And, and he slows like, it down. Yeah, hi. This is Peter McAllister, the father, the father. And then he runs into Donald Trump. In yes. The, yeah. That was awesome. We watched that movie the other night. Trump's like, it's down the hallway. Right. <laughs> That's
0: great. <laughs> I, uh, the TV's been lacking on its Christmas movies. Like, it had frozen on the other day, like as a Christmas movie. It's really, like, I mean, it's an okay movie, but like, I want to watch Rudolph and Frosty and the Santa Claus. uh, You're without a Santa Claus, isn't that the one with the heat miser and snow miser? Yeah. yeah, like, like I want to watch those movies. So I don't want to have to
1: pay three ninety nine to watch them. What's your favorite? I mean, your favorite oh. all time Christmas movie,
0: man. <laughs> Initial gut reaction, just because I watched it, like, when it was on Christmas Eve for the yeah. 24 hours, like, uh-huh. every year was a Christmas story. Really? You shoot your eye out, kid. Um Like, I, I can quote that movie start <laughs> to finish. Um If I had to say, like, right now, like, Christmas movie, all-time favorite, I, Elf's got to take it. Elf? I love right. Elf. Awesome. It just makes me laugh. What about you? Die Hard. I haven't
1: watched it. I'm going to watch it. I've got it free on Die Hard is actually not my favorite Christmas movie, but it is like, is it a Christmas movie? My favorite all time Christmas movie, honestly, is White Christmas. Oh yeah. I love White Christmas. It like, for two hours, it gives me a sense of peace, like about everything. There you go. It's another whole like, like I I just, I just, I just go into that movie. It's like, I've seen that movie so much. I feel like I acted in that movie. There you go. Yeah. So how do you get your peace? The Holy Spirit and White Christmas. And White Christmas
0: from a guy who hates snow
1: snow (laughs) exactly snow
0: snow. yeah yeah you poor soul oh i know right anyway anyways well we're a little long in the tooth now we were kind of tracking good and now we've i bet you
1: you went off on a tangent bro. derailed yeah me you were talking about delaware okay i gave you facts that you might that might come in handy for you when don't know.
0: Anyway, somebody out there may may need them someday. So there you go. You're welcome from Craig. Um, he gave you all of that information that we will never need again, um, nor will we remember.
1: There was somebody else that was born in Delaware. I'll find that out and let
0: you know. Okay, thank yeah. you. You're welcome. I won't be able to sleep tonight. So can you please figure it out before I go to bed?
1: Yeah, I'll try my I'll best. I'll be up
0: all night long wondering, well, who was that other person born in Delaware? <laughs> he wakes um, up at two in the morning. Oh, was, Alley. who was it? That it was, was born Clint. In Delaware? It was Clint Matlack. That's who. It was. was he born in Delaware? Oh, I'm sure. I'm oh my pretty gosh. sure he's the mayor of Delaware. I think. Is he really? No. Or, he has he ever been? No. no. But if you go to Delaware with him, everybody knows him. You know that's pretty true. Yeah. Oh. So. All right. Well. Thank you um, for chatting. Thank you for um, a, a really good message yesterday. It was it thank was you good. very much. And also, don't forget the um, lesson on Delaware. Lesson on Delaware. Thank you for both lessons. Um, so, hope you have a great week. Thank you, everybody else out there. We hope you have a great week and join us back here next week for Grounded with Brandon and Craig. See you.